I think that as humans, we're not conditioned, but we have this belief that things have to go perfectly every time. And the problem is if things are going perfectly, you're probably not stretching yourself to the next level of your capability. We're not trying to sugarcoat this. Failure sucks. And and that's okay. Failure sucks. Everyone would love to win the lottery every time they play. But that's not real. That's not how it works. And failure is a necessary part of, of growth. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1011, How Do You Balance Dream Chasing and Relationships? Today, for episode number 1012, Finding the Lessons in Your Failures. So if you were me five years ago, you probably wouldn't even listen to this episode because at that point in my journey, I don't think I had a very positive relationship with failure at all. My my relationship with failure at that point was very negative. And I assumed that failure meant bad, it meant forever, and it meant not trying in, uh, trying again. And I will say this now, it really only is a failure if it's final. I think many of us, myself included, are guilty of trying something once and it going wrong and us assuming, oh, you know what? This A isn't meant to be, B, this isn't for me, um, C, this isn't possible, D, that's that's what comes after C, A, B, C, D. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can't get any better at this. We've talked many times about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I know we're doing Mindset by Carol Dweck in book club right now, but at a deep level, that's what we're talking about today. So if you have listened over the last couple of weeks, we have taken a lot of what we call L's. We've taken a lot of losses at NLU. We've had a lot of very humbling moments and- at the oh, beginning, yeah. oh yeah! At the beginning of 2022, Alan said this this year, 2022 is going to require more of us than any year we have had in this journey thus far. And Alan is in charge of planning a lot of the things we have because, as the CEO and the visionary, that is his job and that is what he is best at. And recently, we said, you know what? This retreat that we have, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move it. We have already made the contact and we have already planned out, okay, it's at this mansion and this is how many people we're going to take. And we already walked through the venue and we did the video and we set up the landing page and we were having conversations with people and we already have several people who have started paying. But right now it's not something that we can sustainably do. And you might think to yourself, that's kind of a big failure, isn't it? You said that publicly, you have the landing page, you've already started collecting payments, but We've learned so much, even in the prep, even in the understandings that we've taken, we got in the arena. 
we got in the arena and we realized, oh, you know what? We don't have the right equipment. Uh, this other team is playing a different game than we are. We got in the arena and our awareness was raised. And then we realized, you know what? It would kind of be reckless for us to do this. It would be reckless for us to do the rest of this journey. And why don't we just take this quote unquote loss as a lesson and this failure, quote unquote, for the listeners, I have every time I say failure, just imagine quotes around it because I don't really consider them failures. Imagine if we take this failure and we sit down and we figure out, okay, what are all the lessons we've learned from this? Now, I know that oftentimes in the heat of the moment when you're jeffing and the pain is fresh, it's very hard to say, okay, what's good here? What is the good part of this pain? But if you can reflect on it later, I think that's one way to start. And then I think it gets easier. I think it gets easier for you to detach from your self-worth being a part of the result. So does it suck that we aren't doing the retreat? Yes. But did it hurt us in terms of our confidence? No, I would say no, not at all. Genuinely, right? In our belief of our capability of doing in the future? Absolutely not. We just know right now is not the right time. So we said this last week. If you're listening to this, it's Friday. So last Sunday was Father's Day. And every Father's Day, it started out with Alan and I going fishing together because Alan and I both grew up without fathers. And then we said, you know what? We want to have a charity. So we created a charity called the Next Level Hope Foundation. Every Father's Day, we're going to rent out a YMCA, a rec center, and eventually, hopefully, like a stadium. And we're going to have an event for children who have grown up without fathers. So this Father's Day was our first event. And we were super excited about it. We put a lot of work in. We had conversations with the team. Shout out to Jen, who was in charge. And we ended up showing up on Sunday and saying, all right, cool, let's see what happens. We might have 50 people. We might have zero people. We did everything that we could, but let's see what happens. And we ended up having two kids come. Now, you might think to yourself, ah, that's kind of a failure. You, there was more volunteers than there were children. Yeah, true. But we learn so much. We learn so much. We realize, you know what? Maybe basketball is, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe basketball is the perfect activity for these kids. Maybe we don't need to worry about having four or five or six different games because we realize, oh, you know what? Being inside the basketball court, the kids are pretty happy. They're entertained. They're running around. They're having fun. Okay, cool. Now we know what it's like to rent out a YMCA for the day and have it the place entirely to ourselves. Now we know how much it costs to get food for X amount of people and rent out a facility and how much are the supplies. Now we know that when you send out a flyer, you should have somewhere for people to RSVP so you know how many people are coming and you can continue the conversation. A lot of us assume that if we don't try something, we're not failing. But when you don't try something, you're failing by default because you'll never get the feedback that you need to take the next step. So next year, when we do this, we will look at all of our perceived failures and we will make sure they don't happen again. And here's the weird, empowering, scary thing. There will just be different ones next time. And then we'll, we'll fix those. And oftentimes, you'll get opportunities to fix them on the fly. So two nights before the event, I was watching, no, one night, two nights. Yeah. Two, I don't know. I was watching TV and Taryn came out and she said, Hey babe, what is your safety plan for the kids? And I was like, 
don't know. What do you mean? And she's like, you know, do you, are you going to have access to first aid kits and are you going to know what people are allergic to what and all that? And I said, no, that's a great point. She said, do you have like sunscreen for kids in case we're outside? You want to get super sunburned? And I said, no, that's a great point too. And she ended up connecting with Jen and they talked about it and they worked through that. And now Alan and I have awareness that's higher, but that never would have came if we didn't try it. It never would have came if we didn't try that. So imagine a world and it might be difficult to understand, but really, really try. Imagine a world where you said, okay, today I am going to do something new, but I also understand that I'm most likely going to fail along the way and I'm going to make mistakes that I can then fix later. That's an empowering place to be. You're going to take chances that you never would have taken before. I think that as humans, we're not conditioned, but we have this belief that things have to go perfectly every time. And the problem is if things are going perfectly, you're probably not stretching yourself to the next level of your capabilities or the next level of your impact. So really, really think of this next time you're doing something for the first time. What if you just understood, yeah, something most likely will go wrong. We've done a lot of firsts over the last five years. And I can tell you, every time we have done a first, there have been first problems that we did not know how to solve yet. But then the next time it doesn't happen. You hear us talking about group coaching. We're doing the seventh round. The seventh round should be better than the sixth because we shouldn't make the same problems we made in the sixth. And the sixth should be better than the fifth and then rinse and repeat. But it only happens if you do it long enough. It only happens if you keep showing up. So I know it's challenging. And I know you'll see quotes of failures or lessons in disguise or whatever it may be. And I know maybe that's not where you are right now in this moment. But imagine if you could just make a little 1% shift and say, you know what? Okay, yeah, I'm going to try something new and it most likely isn't going to go perfect. But if I try again next time, just like a video game, the video game analogy, you might lose on the first level. You might get to the final boss and you might not know what to do. But when you get to the the final boss on the first level, the second time, you know, okay, I have to do this. This is what I have to do. And then rinse and repeat. Life is not a video game. I realize that, but you also have to take chances and you also have to get comfortable with quote unquote failure because that is where many of the lessons will come. If you can retain those lessons, you can avoid those same failures moving forward. If you're avoiding any failure, you're also not going to be able to create any success. There's so many analogies for this, but like if you're going to be in a basketball game, for example, and take the game-winning shot, there's a chance you miss it. There's a chance you lose the game for the entire team, but there's also a chance that you win the game for the entire team. But if you don't take the shot, you lose by default. J.K. Rowling, one of the most successful authors in history, probably the most successful author in history, she says this exact quote in her commencement address to Harvard. She says, you may never fail on the scale that I did, but some failure in life is inevitable unless you live so cautiously that you never try, in which case you fail by default. She was broke, almost homeless, had a typewriter and a big idea. She went to 12 publishers and got rejected 12 times before anyone wrote and published Harry Potter. And well, she wrote it, but they published it. And so we, we see these successes, right? But we don't see the failures as much. And it's so important to understand that. And so, uh, Kev, at the charity event, two stories I want to tell. One, we were uh, with, I don't know if he's the owner or the community manager, I forget which, but the guy who was um, lugging stuff around on that dolly. Did you mm. end up meeting that man with the, with the hat? Mm. 
Oh, okay. So he was talking about how he wants to donate and he wants to contribute and he loves fundraisers and he's a big fundraiser, which I really appreciated. He was doing um, fundraising for a bike ride. I don't remember exactly where it's from. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's from Providence to P-Town and down the Cape is like this bike ride. Is that Pan and Mass? Pan Mass one? I, yeah, that one. And he's, they're raising money. He said they raise like $50 million every year or something like that, which is wild. But then I started learning more about it, learning more about it. He's like, yeah, 40 years ago. And I was like, ooh, there it is, 40 years ago. 40 years ago, these people, there were 16 bike riders who wanted to ride from Providence to, to P-Town. And again, I, I don't remember exactly what it is. But I remember the 16 people 40 years ago. And my brain went, ah, Next Level Hope Foundation right now, you know, there's only, I mean, how many people were there total? There was only two kids. There was two grandparents. There was one mother. Maybe and then volunteers. There was, what, 15 people? Yeah. And I had this moment. I had this moment, Kev, where I'm like, this could be the beginning of something like that. Because in 40 years, what could this become? Right. Right. I really do think that way. I genuinely was like, ah, oh, okay. We have 15 people. They had 16. Okay you know who knows we could maybe raise that kind of money one day and 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 all i know is that this is not a failure this is zero to one we always say zero to one is the hardest whether you're getting a podcast client or a business client or a coaching client or you're getting your first job or you're 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 in your first relationship your first intimate relationship zero to one is the hardest you're going to learn so much along the way and I think that my relationship with failure right now is really positive, but it wasn't always. Uh, I used to not like failing. I, as a matter of fact, I wanted to tell this story quickly. So I wrote this down. What's happening, guys? My name is Alex, and I am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, the one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, he's always been great at giving me the information that I need exactly at the right time in order to progress to the next level when it comes to my business. And overall, I think he's just a great personality. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized, I know exactly where I need to focus my attention in order to progress, and I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. Failure creates discomfort. Discomfort creates contemplation, and then contemplation creates new awareness. If I could tell you all the amount of times that Kevin and I either ourselves or our intimate partners or our clients or our, you know, uh, mentees or our team failed, aka they wanted to get a certain result and then didn't get that exact result. And we were behind the scenes talking about why that might be. I mean, it's every single time we're together. Every single time we're like, ah, okay, okay, what was really good about that event? Okay, what was really not as good as we thought it would be? Okay, what were we missing? Okay, we were missing that the schools didn't want to be affiliated because they didn't know us yet. So we need to build some stronger relationships there. Okay, we need to be a little bit more proactive to make sure that it's kids without fathers, not just boys without fathers. Because if a parent 
uh, has multiple kids, they don't want one of their kids to feel left out. So we, we learned so much, and those are just a couple. Every single time we do a speech, every time we do an event, every time we do a, anything, we have wins and losses, and, and I'm telling you, the losses are always larger than the wins. Next Level Live, we had a bunch of wins, a lot of things that went really well, but we had a bunch of losses that we can learn from. And this is the story that I wanted to tell. So recently, Emilia and I were, uh, we went for like a hike with Tucker and it was like a run uh, out in nature. It was really nice. And on the way home, we we stopped for Chinese food and you know where China Pacific is. Mm-hmm. And so we're on the way to China P. That's what we call it. World class Chinese food. Yeah, world class. Yeah, it was good. It Let me, good. real quick, real quick. For those, yeah. most of you, 99.9999% of you will not know, <laughs> China Pacific is this Chinese food restaurant that we used to go to as children. And they had, as children, I guess as, yeah, school children. Um, <laughs> young adults. All, all young adults on half days. And they used to have the best orange chicken ever of all time, buffet style. It was unreal. It was the best thing ever. Place went a little awry there was definitely some crimes that happened there and it was definitely sketchy and i believe now they are under new ownership i think they're the new they, china they pacific, are the so. new china pacific just yeah, a little exactly. rundown of the china p for nobody uh, for anybody Appreciate out there it. who doesn't know it just brought kevin back to his his earlier days i used to go there often so on the way there where where i we actually drove past a little bit because we're still waiting for our food because we were going to pick it up and they said 15 minutes and so i was showing emilia um, that waterfall next to the barbershop that we used to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was passing White, uh, Northbridge High School, Northbridge High School, which is where I took my SATs. And I was also sharing a bunch of stories with her of like, oh, this is where I used to play basketball, you know, that court outside of mm-hmm. uh, Northbridge Middle School, Northbridge track, all that. I was telling her stories. I said, oh, that's where I took my SATs. That's what made me think of this. So find the lessons in your failures, I remember my math SATs, I was so upset, Kev, because I thought that I got a perfect score, and I didn't. I got, I think, a 690, and that was still really quote-unquote good, but I was really mad because I I couldn't go and look at what I got wrong. I, I really hated that I couldn't go find what I did wrong, and here's why. I wanted to learn what I did wrong so I can learn, and so if you've ever failed a math test, all of us have all failed a math test before. What happens is you you study for the test or not, you take the test, and then if you fail a test, what you're supposed to do is go review the test and figure out what you did wrong so that you can learn what you didn't know before. And I actually think the reviewing of the test is more important than the preparing or the taking of the test. And whether it's a podcast or a speech or an event like the Next Level Hope Foundation, you have to review. You have to We have to sit down and go, okay, here's what went well, here's what didn't. And so there's so many lessons in failures. There's far more lessons in failures than there are successes. As a matter of fact, and this will be the last thing I say here, one of the reasons why it's so difficult to sustain success is because when you're successful, there's a lot less improvement typically. When you're always winning, you're really not going back to the drawing board saying we need to reinvent ourselves. It's just like, okay, let's do what we did last year. But there are people that did fail that are now going back to the drawing board trying to get even better. And whether it's the iPhone, the very first one versus the iPhone 14 now, or it's Kevin six years ago versus Kevin now, or it's our first event versus our last event, there's always lessons in the failing forward 
And so it is only failure if it's final. And if you can really understand that and just realize, you know what? And full transparency, heart-driven, but no BS. Failing sucks. Oh, yeah. I had a blast at that event, but there was a part of me that was like, I would have really liked it if there was more kids here. And it does kind of suck. And I, I, my mom texted me. She said, how'd the event go? She was so excited. And I'm like, she's like, she asked the, the question, how many kids came? Hundreds. And part of me, yeah, 100, 300 children. No, two, I said two, but big things start small. Zero to one's the hardest, something along those lines. So we're not trying to sugarcoat this. Failure sucks. And, and that's okay. Failure sucks. Everyone would love to win the lottery every time they play, but that's not real. That's not how it works. And failure is necessary part of, of growth. And it's, I think at this point, our relationship with failure is probably vastly different than it was even a year ago. Right? I'll, I'll speak for me. I know it is. I know it is to the point where the night before there was, I was like, oh, nobody's going to show up. Well, we're going to get there and nobody's going to show up. And like the volunteers are going to be like, hey, where is everybody? And you know, the person who opened the Y for us is going to say like, where is everybody? And then I was like, I don't even really care. Yeah, obviously I care because I want kids to be there and I want to impact as many kids as possible. But I also am, I was literally looking for the lessons before. I was looking for the lessons before I even got there. Okay, what can we do different? We need ice. I didn't even think of that. The hell do we need ice for? Waters. Oh yeah. Yeah. People need to drink stuff. Cool. That makes sense. You know, like that, that type of stuff. It's very easy to gloss over things when you've never done them. And if you've never done something, you are missing pieces. You're missing pieces because your awareness isn't high enough. So you're going to have failures there. You really are. I last thing before we go. This is I really enjoy this. I'm glad we did this episode because I think this we is We love talking about failure. We do. I know. Yeah. I know. But I <laughs> I think from the aspect of my goal is always to try to get this to land to Kevin five years ago. And nobody could ever do it for me. I, it never made any sense because it was like, this person's confident. Of course, they don't care if they fail. But I have, trust me, more often than not, I am not confident. But when we did our first Next Level Live, we were figuring out, okay, should we go the night before? Should we go the night before and do a walkthrough or should we just show up a couple hours early and then we'll figure it out the day of? And I said, I want to do a walkthrough the night before because there's something about being at the venue and setting up as if you were going to present where things are going to happen that they would never happen until then. And thank we went- Thank goodness you did that. Thank goodness, yeah. And there was a lot of things that got changed that night. And there was also a lot of things that since we had been there the night before that when things did Jeff, they got fixed very, very, very quickly because we had already run through it a couple times. So there are going to be failures. They There will be, but- what lessons can you take? And one of my favorite quotes is, I do not mind making mistakes. I do not want to make the same mistakes over and over, right? That, that's the goal. You're going to make mistakes as a human being, but if you can avoid making the same ones over and over and over again, at least you're making progress. At least you're making progress. There's the um, process of elimination. If I say, hey, pick, um, I have uh, Alan and I each, have something in our hands, you have to pick the the hand that has the quarter in it. Like one has a penny, one has a nickel, one has a quarter, one has a dime. If you keep picking, eventually you'll find the quarter. It might take you three tries. It might take you four tries. You might fail three times, but you'll learn a lesson. And not really in that because it's about luck, but 
I needed an analogy to close out the episode, and that's the one I decided <laughs> to go with. Uh, this is what I'll say. I want to say one more thing. Sorry. No, no, nope. Uh, <laughs> I now can say this with confidence with, you know, being 33, having having thousands of coaching calls, studying people, interviewing people all over the world. I'm saying this from data. I'm not saying this from from just talking. If you aren't willing to make mistakes, you cannot succeed at a high level. Because getting better at something, that's like having a perfect basketball game or a perfect hockey game or a perfect podcast episode. I mean, Kevin just jeffed that whole last part right there. Like, honestly, whatever. But we're still here and it's still better than it used to be. And it's going to be better tomorrow than it is today, most likely. And and the trend line is up. Focus on the trend line and, and fail forward. You really do have to fail forward. And, and this relationship with failure, I'm proud of us for not tucking our tail and, and being ashamed of what we did because we changed those two little kids lives and it was awesome. And next year, I mean, we're going to have so much more figured out. There's already sure. a bunch of brainstorming happening. The mother that came, the, the grandparents want to donate. They want to get involved. They want their communities to get involved. We're going to have strategic partners. Now we know exactly who to call. Next year's event's going to be so amazing. So again, thank you all of you who did donate and contribute. Thank you so, so, so much. It was awesome. Any funds that we didn't use this year, we will be using either throughout the year or for next year's event. Um, it really was magnificent. And playing basketball all day with those kids was like awesome because it wasn't that many episodes ago i was saying how much i miss basketball so um it was really fun and and we played a lot of knockout and i'm very sore today so (laughs) it was good it was good next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1013 be careful with what motivates you we're gonna go deep into motivation and i think that Understanding why you're starting something is just as important as starting it because it's going to help determine whether or not you're going to do it long enough to actually quote unquote succeed. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.